Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. Rick Olive. Mix McCobb. And this is the Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. <laughs> You're almost there. You're getting there. Working on the timing. It's okay because we're not going to fault you, my friend. We're just hazing the new guy. Let me tell you one thing. Look here, butthead. You know what? I'm going to cut you a break tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house. I look to my left. My main man. I'll box the champs in 17 states. He's a formidable force. He's the mouth in the south, Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. I will uh, accept all of that, actually. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? You all right? Man, I'm doing okay, man. You know, things are always looking down and looking up and looking down and looking up again. You know, I live a roller coaster lifestyle. You sure do. You sure do. You look good, though. Oh, thank you. You thank look you. good. Thank I'll you give much. you that. I'll take my fish oil and vitamins all day. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. You need to. It's good It's good for the heart. Hey, man. I don't want to go. Mozart. Don't want to go out like Mozart. Can't go out like Mozart. <laughs> That's how he went out. I went out. That's how much I went out. Omega it's fish oily fatty acid. <laughs> of course, yeah. Down the drain. Wait, it was, what did you say? It was Salieri brand, uh, <laughs> <Salieri> <laughs> brand <laughs> fish oil. Ah, it's all coming together. Uh, oh, right. dude, we are tragic on this. Yeah. But we got a good the... show. We got we got a bunch of reviews, a bunch of movies that yes, I wanted to see that I hadn't got out to, but you did. Because I saw something else that we'll cover next week. We'll get to that later. I but we got so the new franchise rag Viagra movie. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson himself has brought us another blockbuster. Oh, yeah. And by blockbuster, I mean 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, no, no. Okay, we'll get to this later. But 53% on Rotten Tomatoes is the highest rated video game movie ever made. I'm not poo-pooing. So I'm saying, I'm saying this is like finding a steaming turd, but somebody like grated a little truffle on top. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Which well, on that on that on that prestigious description, turn, yeah. I, I I introduce uh, uh, in-house correspondent Mick yes. McCobb. Yes, bring in the poop. <laughs> yes, bring yes. <laughs> and speaking of poop, over Just in the corner, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know him, you love him. Uh, you probably don't, but he's got a case. I'm talking, of course, about uh, oh, damn. What what would we say? Macho Rick, ravishing, ravishing Rick, Rick Olive. <laughs> Were not we saying Rollives or something? Rollive, Rollive, Rollive oil, <laughs> Rollive oil, Rick. Yeah, we can let you get it off, Predator. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, geez, it, it's 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 not it's it's not gonna help out, man. You ain't got time to bleed. Mm. Of course, we have an awesome, fun-filled show for you. As this man mentioned right here, we have reviews, we have uh, interv- interviews, we have all types of good stuff lined up. But first, we got a little bit of sad news mm. for you because if anyone's a fan of just standard traumatizing military fare, you may know the name Arlie Ermy. Mm-hmm. And Arlie Ermy is an actor who passed away. Uh, just what was it? Last night, I believe I got yeah. the news last night. I was uh, actually leaving a theater, and I, you know, put on my phone. I was checking like my messages and stuff. I went on Twitter, and that was the first thing I saw. I was like, "Oh, what a bummer, man!" And the first thing I thought was, you know, you think of uh, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal, Metal Jacket. Jacket. Yeah. yeah, everyone goes there. But well, you don't go straight um, to Saving Silver. I was just gonna go there. Yeah, <laughs> yes, like, that's when it. went went right to Saving Silverman <laughs> as he plays the coach who's in jail because he killed uh, somebody uh. with one of the. The side markers there mm-hmm. but uh so he, he can do comedy he can do you know the serious stuff but he was yeah he was like a a figure in a lot of these movies a very serious military man you know and he nailed that part in full metal jacket you know what i mean just berating these guys really made a name for himself with that film and yeah he's gonna be sorely missed man i liked love seeing him and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was the voice too he had just that yeah, yeah, it's just the cadence you know what i mean you could tell like you know obviously stanley kubrick is very uh, particular with casting and he's like you know he saw something in him then mm-hmm. and it was obviously that you know that command that he had with just putting these guys down yeah. just like, well he was a real military drill sergeant that's, yeah that's how, he, that's how he and so he just he you know the camera loved him in that movie and just following him around and just seeing him just go after these guys and you're just like jesus yeah you know, I, apocalypse I, now you mentioned Full Metal Jacket, which was the one that horrified me as a kid. I think, like on an old, old episode, we mentioned that, mm. and I told my tragic stories about how uh, I saw that movie when I was like six. Yeah, I also saw it way too young. You yeah. I don't Everyone's think I was. I think it was their... more like twelve, thirteen, but that's still too young. For Everyone's that movie. got their movies that they've seen too young. Yeah, that's mine's Reservoir yeah. Dogs, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I was eight, nine. Not, Good choice. Yeah. Not what I. <laughs> Good choice. Great choice. I hope it wasn't a choice. No, no, no. I was, I was uh, real quick. So I was sleeping over at a friend's house, and an older sibling had it on. Oh, and you know, we just were just in the when we're, we're in the living room with yeah. them. So we, I watched most of it horrifiedly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, would. I did not sit down deliberately to watch Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I was like maybe like nine or ten. This okay. sounds like, yeah, uh, you know. Six years old watching that movie and wondering why this guy's dancing to cutting off this guy's ear <laughs> right. is just like yeah. probably the well, most that what adults do? traumatic oh, no. thing you could think of, but mm-hmm. it's actually just really cool, honestly. You know what's messed up, though? Around that age, and I, you know, shout out to my mother. She used to put on like all these old kung fu movies, and I saw right, cats yeah. getting blown up and sliced up and That's stabbed. That's right. That was uh, like well, Van Damme movies, all, well, all the VHS Yeah, tapes those two, yeah. those two, and it was nothing. You know, Tong Po rolls his hand in the glass. I'm like, awesome. Oh, then he licks it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and that's nothing. But in in uh, Reservoir Dogs, he cuts off the ear, and then they they show you it. Yeah, that's like you see it. Thanks. And it's just like yeah. He talks into I'm gonna it. sleep well tonight, Hello? friends. Hello? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it really real. I remember. Um, I think uh, uh, Rick, what was your what was yours? It was the first time you saw De- uh, Debbie Does Dallas at age three, right? Yeah, nah, I saw that at like age six. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I think not three, but six. I think everybody's seen that one. Like, oh, yeah. I think that's like the universal magic porn that everybody has to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a Christmas. It's like your intro yeah. porn. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my wait. movie for me was actually uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Totally, no, no, totally yeah, destroyed me as a kid, and I, I couldn't so sleep for like two days. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Absolutely, I stayed up for like two days straight. Man. Okay. Talk to these men. So, they cannot watch. Uh, Parts of the Caribbean to this day, just memories of Johnny Depp just on the ceiling, just yep, getting sucked into the bed. Uh-huh. Can we can we take a brief moment uh, to mention that I really speaking of just Johnny Depp in that film? What whatever happened to dudes in belly shirts? Why why did that go away? That did go out. Just crop tops, right? man. I think the last time we saw that was in that movie, The Program. So yeah, any, any yeah, maybe. Belly shirt also I just remember saying Johnny the Depp movie. has like a dope crop top yeah. in that no, movie. That was what they did. They were, even the football players, yeah, all their fo- the yeah, yeah. Like just now we're talking talk about femme dudes. Like jocks would yeah. be like, oh, you know, the sweatshirt cut off. Like, I remember yeah. in the Lost Boys, oh, uh, well, he had a poster of George Michael mm-hmm. on the door, and I always thought that was. I, don't, I just thought it was odd because it was like it was George Michael like wearing a yeah. belly shirt, like spread out. I was like, was it? Was it odd though? Was it odd though? It was, okay, okay, it was okay. just like you know. In maybe hindsight, like, no, no. But personal yeah. inquiries. It on was the show. just. It was fun. I remember noticing it then. I so think this is this is thing. me officially saying, please bring back crop tops on dudes. What? Uh, the I'm time gonna, is I'll now. try to bring it back. But yeah. my midsection isn't what Summer's it used to coming. be either. So. Summer's coming. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. Crop we're, tops we're, are appropriate for all bodies. It needs yeah. the proper star power though. If we see John Goodman rocking the crop top, that's fair. Fair. All right, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, if you're listening, please wear a crop top. I think it's he wears time. them all the time. I'm sure he does. I want a scoop shirt too. <laughs> He's that kind of guy. We'll get a scoop shirt too. Oh, I want to make sure we keep we keep we keep it, we keep it fair and balanced. Kevin James, if you're listening, crop top, <laughs> yeah. sir, all day. Paul Blart three, right there. By the way, yo, I'm here for it. All bodies, all bodies. By the way, a movie I watched when I was a kid that it didn't really mess me up, but it was like a movie I shouldn't have been watching. It was Double Impact with Van Damme. Yeah, and oh, they have that really movie. really intense sex scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, where oh, the, his, the one of the twin brothers is imagining him have sex with his girlfriend, and it's yeah. all in his head. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching that, and that I was, was kind of alone scene. in the living room. And then my mom walks in, and she looks at the TV, <laughs> looks at me, and I just started crying because I was embarrassed, like because I was oh. obviously really enjoying it. And it was, yeah, it was one of those things I'll never forget, like her look in her face <laughs> as she goes over and just oh, hits oh pause gosh. and like I just leave. Poor baby it's hilarious because most baby mo- most Van Damme sex scene, like movies with Van Damme in it, sex Not scenes great. were super viscerally like. They're, explicit as yeah, hell. Yeah, but the, on the him. See, the, difference, exactly. the difference in action <laughs> the hero is Schwarzenegger Dan and Stallone. It was like maybe there was girls and there'll be some boobs and stuff. Yeah. Any Van Damme movie, it's always his butt. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's the eye candy. Yeah. In the also, movie, like so Nick, the, Nick Cage does that a lot in he movies. Does, like, too, I'm thinking yeah. of uh, Drive Angry. I'm having yeah. that, that's, that, that <laughs> yes, scene in that one, yes, definitely. When we're talking classic JCVD versus classic. Well, technically, it's always classic with Nick Cage. Yeah, any Nick, Nick Cage film is going to be a classic. <laughs> but 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 who who's who's but more deserves to be the oh, center? Oh, Van Damme, Van Damme oh and gosh. Lionheart. Van come Dan. on, that scene where he's never mind. Yeah, you go far. Lionheart. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> come on, JCVD in Bloodsport, the man with the splits. Yeah, suspended splits. There's also a good one in. Kickboxer. Uh, like Universal Boxer. Soldier too, when he's got to cool off because his body's. Over uh, oh yeah, that's, oh, yeah. The, that's the camera's just like panning. Yeah, yeah. His butt, like, <laughs> the whole body. I was like, Jesus. The rise <laughs> of the. <laughs> All right, what so a... so now that we've given a very fond farewell to Arlie Ermy. <laughs> yeah, right, no, but, it, but we <laughs> got. Right. He took us on a journey, but he's an amazing. He was an amazing actor. He, he really was, and the thing is, he was in Apocalypse Now as just a uh, chopper pilot, and everyone knew him as that military guy. Mm-hmm. Who's that guy in the cast of that military guy? And then he eventually worked that into a separate career. Yeah. Like this was not, he's one of those dudes that got into acting late in life yeah. and just proved that you can still do this. Just find your niche. 
Yeah. You know, so there are a lot of folks who think, uh, you know, I'm not in my uh, teens and I'm not in my twenties anymore. You know, I'm I'm way over the hill. Like, no, he proved you wrong. He was a success story and someone who was known. And the thing is, he was awesome at what he did. Really yeah. awesome, yeah. And like I said, we we kind of joked about saving some. I really do think he was. You joke? What is your major malfunction? He's absolutely Black Adam? Hilar- hilarious in that Black movie. Adam? Like, oh, you've been pitching loaves on the lawn? Good idea. He goes out there, takes a newspaper. Like, oh, it's just so stupid, but it's so fun. It's just using that, you know, that that (laughs) drill sergeant mentality against him, you know what I mean, against type. And it's just, it works perfectly for me anyway. So, yeah, R.I.P., man. I'm right there with you. R.I.P. R. Lee Ermey, rest in peace. Robert Lee Ermey. Was it Robert? Was it Randall? I don't know. R. Lee Ermey. He's going to call him R. Rest in peace. I did look up. I looked at the name. It was perfectly normal. I always thought it was something weird like Rudiger. And, <laughs> and he and he shortened it to, to Lee to be to, for more like mass appeal. It was a perfectly normal name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, rest in peace, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, is anyone else taking up the, uh, the the military mantle now? I, I, re- I really don't see like Mark Wahlberg stepping in. I've uh, always thought the guy. Not. I don't even. I, I keep forgetting this actor's name. The guy from Avatar that plays the villain. Oh he yeah, seems to be that taking guy, that the one role. from uh, Don't Breathe, the, yeah. the villain of that. Yeah, he's great, man. Wait, wait, no, you mean um the I know I know what you're talking about um he want he the wanted one. he wanted to be Cable. Yeah, exactly. He was the original one to, yeah. to pitch. Yeah, um, we had that discussion. You didn't agree with it too much. Well, I mean, I, I thought give it to him just because he was the first. It was his idea. I thought yeah. he'd have made a, a yeah. good old man Logan too. But it, yeah. I, I remember him in you know what? No, I I I rescind the statement because I remember him in um Avatar. Yeah. Uh, not the last Airbender, the other, the other bad movie with the name Avatar. What's the oh, what's yeah, this guy's yeah, name? Yeah. He was the main military guy. Yeah. It's amazing that you have to clarify that. <laughs> there there, there's, there's, there's there will two. never be a time that we are willingly discussing <laughs> the Avatar, the, Ava- the live action Avatar film. I don't know. We may want to do a worst of ever list. Of <laughs> um, what's the guy? I'm up. His, his name is Stephen Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah. We're talking about who's an actor who does have that old man look. Is this the old man stance yeah. that we're it's doing the old man's? Well, he's he's like he's like he's like, old, old, old man he's like a living embodiment to old man strength. So like, that's, that's he, like yeah, he was legit jacked in Avatar. He was. Though, he was like, frightening. Yeah, yeah. Him that, like, like wearing that slash. blue like guile type. Uh, I didn't even watch that. I only, I only like, ever guile right now. Is that what you're going? Every time he stepped on screen, guile at like seventy five. I only ever saw that one time in theaters, so I should rewatch. Yeah, Avatar. No, you should. You shouldn't save yourself the six and a half hours went, of, of it, your life. It was one of those few long. movies. My mother was like, I was visiting her, and she's like, "You gotta see it. It's the best movie. We have to go see Avatar. It's so great." And it's amazing. Thank you movie for retelling the massacre of the Indian people of it's America. Thank you for retelling Fern Gully. We all needed a movie. Was that popular and no one talks about it now? Avatar. Yeah, because the whole thing was sold. I was on just talking about this in the in my Uber on the way here. Actually, like seven hundred million dollars. How it ruined the CGI I'm, I'm from so Avatar. Well, the CGI. We we're talking about how like all movies now rely too heavily on CGI, and that Avatar was kind of that big turning point for movies really relying on CGI for their storytelling rather than using practical. But that was props. like because there was nowhere else to go for it than people having sex with giant horses by connecting the tails. Because it's also how people had sex. So you put two and two together, and you get bestiality. So I don't really think they had Giant any uh, like stand-ups. Your logic is impeccable. This is really insulting yeah, to furries, Pat. I'm li- furries are not furries are not zoophiles. <laughs> first joking, of all, I'm I, joking. Furries oh, are, are delightful. Like the major screen just flashed. Like, yeah. Wait, what did you just say? Like, it made no sense. <laughs> we, we we just lost like like half of our if oriented <laughs> audience. I apologize. No, no, no. The furries <laughs> love me. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Meet us after the show. We'll give you a scritch. Mm. Um, what was I saying? I was uh, I was I had a serious point to make. Or, Did you? <laughs> uh, Avatar, yeah. I saw that before I got my vision corrected. Um, oh. Or as corrected as it was. Basically, I was like, what's the Half big deal? I, I, it's, just, it's just some furry pollen falling from these trees. And then there's, <laughs> yeah. there's this blurry blue chick. I, I had no idea what, like, the beauty that everyone was, oh, the spectacle that was big <laughs> and all that. Maybe you shouldn't have gone. Maybe it's like you, <laughs> you can't know appreciate the movie for what it's everyone, Everyone's yeah, throwing around terms like cultural zeitgeist. I kind of had to be there. You did, I guess. I yeah. guess you're right. I would kind of have dragged my ass there, too. No one situation. I don't know if I couldn't appreciate it. Well, to I, was, I showed up and, like, <laughs> dancing in the club. No, no. To uh, be fair, I am, I, am, I am a furry who likes the color blue. That may be the reason <laughs> I really got over. <laughs> all right. So um, I, I want to talk about this. picture that. <laughs> hey man, you know what? Don't, Get it out of your head. You do not need Try, to. Man. You do not Try, need to. Man. There is there is a four there was a four chan thread for me and oh, for me alone. Um, what was it? We we need to talk about this book. Uh, yes. Number one with the bullet. Yes. This comic. Oh, okay. You seem really impressed. With I'm it, very excited. Okay. Well, you want to tell our listeners what it's actually about? Well, you can you can the, do the synopsis and then I'll talk about how hype I am. All right. Cool. We're talking about number one with the bullet. Her social media is strong. Her variety show segments a hit. 
Nash Huang is at the top of her game. But when the Irish shutter con now this is a thing they have in the book, so I might have to clarify this later. But when the Irish shutter contact lens hits the market, Nash life is personally invaded. Latest what the deck? Oh, latest leap forward in technological progress. These contacts not only play video or augment reality, they also record with the blink of an eye. Fighting to keep her life together after a leaked sex tape goes viral, a clingy superfan wow. is the last thing on Nash's mind. But that's exactly when the bodies pile up and the terror begins. So, <laughs> so for those, uh, f this is very similar to if anyone's read Transmetropolitan, how love, yeah. how spiders' glasses work. Yeah. So there's contact lenses in this in this universe that can take photos, record video, etc. And the premise to get a little bit deeper on it is basically that Nash uh, is a little bit of a public figure. She's on TV. She has a really well-liked blog. She's very popular uh, on like, basically it looks like she's using Instagram uh, a couple times. Uh, I got Instagram. I got Twitter. Yeah. Something, um, something Twitter, follow. Instagram, some, some sort of social media. She's very popular. And snaps for the younger she, folks. Y'all. And for and, the older folks, remember strange days? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like Catherine Bigelow. Eh? Yep. Strange days. Thank, uh, thank, thanks for just bro. totally dating me, dude. <laughs> Bro, brother, please. Brother, okay. Yeah, I know. Find me a person in <laughs> Listen, this room. Listen, geriatric folks, seen. stop that. <laughs> so right. what, what's something I feel this really caught me that I loved, it kind of tackles what's happening the more technology is evolving, yeah. our privacy is invaded more and more. So she has That's a... Not well, uh, this right is now, this is very basic plot. And it's revealed very quickly, so it's not... A spoiler she has a consensual encounter with somebody mm -hmm. who unbeknownst to her filmed her and then gets released online and it not only destroys her career but it fuels and enrages a stalker yeah and it's on some real shady stuff too because like you see how these contacts work and it starts off with this demonstration of i thought it was like a reality show challenge or something when i saw it in the book it starts off with you see people in these contacts and their entire world is augmented and how you can you, you hold up your phone and you see random stuff Imagine if immediately you in just your see eyes, before your eyes, it oh, wow. became that. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, these are how the contacts work where they also record uh, that content. So it's like people see the weird stuff you're doing, but also people just see your every regular activity. So imagine if Google Glass wasn't like weird and creepy or oh, I mean, was, was weird and creepy, but like people couldn't Google tell Glass. you had it. It reminds me of like, can you like blink a few times and it takes a picture? It's the same thing. Well, the thing is with this is that also like you can't tell when the other person is filming. There's no right. indication. Yeah. So, except their eyes like flash red. Well, something that I really appreciated in this, I feel it is written not just engagingly, but everything is kind of plausible. It's like one step removed from our current society where this advancing technology now. now that was my next question. Like, does it, does the book address, does the story address like the governing policy of that? N yes and no. So it, it glosses over it a little bit where it doesn't get too deep into it because it's really hyper-focused on Nash and yep. Nash's experience. Mm -hmm. But it's implied that like, you're really not, you're not supposed to be filming people without consent. Okay. And well, to be fair, that's the, a societal thing. Like it, it exists in society. That's a dick move. This was very much yeah, a commentary much. on things like revenge porn, leaked sex tapes, yeah, invasion of privacy. It had a really, I think, strong message against it. The characters that perform these negative acts, you know, are clearly portrayed as the dicks. villains of this story. Mm. And I feel Lay dicks. as reading it as a femme person as, that has had experiences with people trying to leak things or whatever yeah. uh for those for those who aren't aware i'm a burlesque performer so i don't have anything too too racy but i mean i wouldn't want necessarily somebody taking a burlesque photo and posting it to some family thing and i've had issues with that in the past and this takes it to that next level where my reading it i felt this sense of foreboding that this was so well written and the characters i think were very intriguing and fleshed out yeah. where i almost felt like oh i could see this happening like in the future like it's we're almost yeah, there it got yeah. a little real sometimes which did I, I didn't find it unsettling i thought this was a damn good read i was mostly enjoying the dialogue too but it's like a lot of things when they're written about serious now, now topics you said, like i didn't uh, do any follow-up on the book or anything um, how dare you not come on man oh scolding people again pat um, <laughs> um okay, well, so up? you said a stalker situation happens yeah. on what's like on her side or on the so, other side? so that's she's being about. stalked by someone and okay, i don't want to okay, say okay, anything okay. that's too spoilery because like i want to say that the ending 
phenomenal and extremely interesting. Okay, and cool. I think it was handled very well. But you see uh, the beginning of each issue has a couple of exchanges from either Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media platform they're talking on. I like that as a mechanic, too, because it was just That's like nice. it yeah. put things in, I guess, a uh, more modern day perspective. So it's almost like the intro to each issue is you see one or two people talking, one of which is very clearly a stalker. Another mm. one is like a very much an enamored fan. And you see them, you know, like like one of them is like, oh, you you hussy. I thought more of you or like and then it gets like creepier and creepier. And I think that Good. the like yeah, I said, the everything closet, the closet hider and the neck beard, <laughs> everything felt one step removed from our reality in a way that is plausible. And that's what made it, I think, so frightening to me is that we almost live in that world already. Yeah, it was We're like slightly hyperbolized. There. And I think and it also just in terms of a comic book very interesting art i really love their use of color everything is very bold color everything is really sharp thick lines I'm surprised you said that that's the one thing and i really like this book that's the one thing that kind of turned me off to it everybody it likes different like, styles well the whole thing was too was very acid inspired it looked like to me it, yeah. it seemed like the, everything was really deep uh fuchsias really deep oranges yes and i thought it got a little too artsy for it it got a little more artsy than it intended to mm. in terms of the artwork so i'm like i i'm following Following the story, and then for some reason, this dude's head is like hexagonal in one uh, shot, and you, it got a little. What's, what's up? You need to finish it. Okay, all right. You know what? Maybe I do <laughs> because it's six issues, and I uh, admittedly only got up to five. Uh, I was running late for the show, unfortunately. So, so you know what? I'll reserve. I, I will. I just want it does get addressed. I feel. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. I, if I read like the last page, it turns out Pat's. this whole time uh, 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 Nash was in the shower. No, and she no, opens no, the no. door like, <laughs> no, "Hey, no, good no. morning." You know? No, uh, no, no, no. It's nothing like that. And okay, that's the thing that right, it's it's very intriguing, and I found it very interesting. All right, they'll pull what a Saint Elmo's fire there, and have the whole thing be in a snow globe. Yes, yeah, so that's all it was. It was just an artistic child with a snow globe. Yeah. Okay. 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 As long but as as long we as can, it's not we can that. agree to disagree on the art styles. I just found it interesting because I feel it had that kind of pop art influence that i really appreciate where a lot of comic books don't have their own sense of style and rhythm to it and i feel that this had that kind of electric where especially re reading it digitally the colors really popped and i feel that especially as you as things come into focus toward the end mm -hmm. it all really makes sense and i think that it was very interesting to me also to have a lot of characters that they're almost drawn in different styles where like one of the characters uh, is her boss and he's drawn a lot more realistically than other characters. I found a like a Bill Plimpton comic to me. That guy, yeah. that guy's appearance there. No, I yeah. can see that yeah. where he just, I, I feel that like other, like um, the character of her girlfriend who's introduced very early on. This is not a spoiler. She's drawn a lot less realistically. She's very exaggerated features. Her hair is kind of flowy, almost anime. Mm -hmm in nature and i thought yep. it was when she, she rides a, uh, a a giant <laughs> rocket ship to work every day it's crazy <laughs> but i thought that it was really interesting artistically and i don't know if this was on purpose or not but i do based on the comic think that it was where different characters had different artistic styles kind of assigned to them based on their roles in nash's life mm. okay which makes and sense well one thing that really jumped out at me too is it's a damn entertaining book like all this stuff is happening you're like dude stop and then she has a conversation with her girl and i'm like that's that's a conversation i would have Cool. The writer's paying attention to the fact that this has to be like entertaining and has to flow in some level of realism. Mm. Where it's like, um, you see the somewhat remorse of uh, the dude who did the dirty deed to her. You know, one thing I thought was cool too was the story and the artwork paid attention to itself. Like, um, and this might be a mild spoiler, so I'll I'll see I'll skirt around as much as I can. There's one part where she's reading something about a video, and then she's like, "But I didn't notice that." She goes back and watches the video. And I'm like, and she and she's like, oh, sh that what, huh, what, what? And I'm like, okay, that part was shown in the book. So I went back to what to see to view the panel of that video, and I didn't notice it either. But it's right, goddamn there. Yeah, they they do a really good job of. There's something mentioned where when you're casually reading, you wouldn't notice it, but when it's pointed out to Nash, like, oh, this happened in your video, and you go back a few pages, you'll be like. Oh my goodness, that really, oh my gosh, that was there all along. I didn't notice at all, oh, much like nice. the character. And so there's a lot of that kind of, you know, 
almost the same as Nash does. And that's something that I find is really innovative in comics where typically, you know, the reader knows more than the characters in the right, comic. Right. Typically things are shown or revealed to you before them. You're, you're learning everything about what's going on with Nash. And that's something else I think was really well done. Mm -hmm. I'm giving this a thumbs up. Yeah, it's absolutely. Called thumbs number up. One with the bullet. Highly recommended. Yeah, absolutely. Thumbs up. Loved cool. it. All right. Cool. Um, man, I'm gonna kick it over to. I'm gonna kick it over to Ravishing Rick. Why do you, Why do you seem so bummed about this? Because this is like five different nicknames that I'm trying. I'm like I'm like Give talking us with he here. Wants, he wants me to like have like 15 monikers, so it's like pick one, and it's like yeah. how? Okay, the schizophrenic dick, Rick Olive. <laughs> Not gonna work. <laughs> no, I don't like that one. It's a, yeah, it's a little whack. Ah, uh, we'll work on it. All Ravi right, ravishing's cool. I'm just not doing the butt shit. You know, I'm that, that, standing that. up and flexing my cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you watch your mouth, sir. Damn All right, it. no, I was saying I was a little jealous because you got to play this game that to me looked freaking cool uh, when I checked it out um, a little before PAX. Uh, it's called Speedrunners from Hell. Speedrunners from Say Hell. Catch the title. Rolls right off your tongue, that one. It's really good. Um, I don't know why I'm a falsetto, man. I was trying never to heard of it until you threw it my way, but it's actually really good. Really? It's really fun. Okay. All uh, right. I had a blast playing it. Um, did have to do a small little bit of research on it, but um, it's pretty much All right, thank a you. bastard version of Doom that collaged with like a Bill and Ted you know, Sounds Wayne's amazing. World yeah, era. This is selling it. Uh, <laughs> era, you know, like era esque flow, you know, ambiance of the game, and it has a ton of metal music in it, which is great. Okay. And the metal cool. music is pretty good. Nice. The way the way I um, saw it from the um from the videos and the footage online was it looked along lines of portal like a puzzle solver. But the uh, hook is, was the environment you're in, and you're in a hellscape. So if I had to describe it, honestly, it felt more like a, uh, what do you call those uh, those scroller games? Side in scroller? The game? Not a side scroller. It's, it's, more, it's a platformer, definitely. But um, I, I don't know what the actual um, category for those games on your phone when it's like a, it's like you're running through the dungeon, you just swipe your phone left, right, left, right. You have to constantly move. Oh, um, end, uh, Endless Runner. It's an Endless Runner game. So it's, it has this Endless Runner quality where basically you are Marty. You are this hillbilly metal music listening <laughs> 90s guys and it comes in um the art style is very great like the presentation on the cutscenes. it's all comic style it's all comic slides it's mm -hmm. pretty cool it's and the slides the in, text is in comic sans um voiceovers are really good um you're basically just start off sitting there in your couch beer is great because beer is good for everybody and he's enjoying a, a nice can of beer and then satan happens to just bash into your room who hasn't been there I know, right? Satan's Anybody, totally stolen my beer before. Video or song <laughs> has been there. And Satan comes in and argues with him over his beer and pretty much jacks him for a six-pack. And <laughs> Damn, in right. the process of him jacking for the six-pack, he loses his arm. And then at the wait, wait, simultaneously, say, say, Satan, he cut well, or, or both. They both cut each other's arms off. Yo, how, how what kind of prohibition has you like feeding for six packs when you chopping <laughs> off like limbs? Listen, man, you don't break into some guy's house while he's sitting down from hard day's work. I just remember the month his for first the, for beer. The devil or no devil, that first beer, that, yeah. you know, and it was the first beer too. Like it True. was like they showed the picture of the six pack. There was that one beer missing, so it was the first beer, and he took the first beer too. So was it, how, it was how, a little how, messed up. I was like, how badly is he fiending though? Is this is this like a PBR? He's fiending to the point where he is vengeance for his stolen bear has has forced him to augment his body to absorb the devil's hand into his missing arm, and then he chases the devil for his bear. So then he enters the realm of hell. So apparently, there's ten levels to hell. Um, wait, wait, wait. And wait, for wait. every level, there's I, I thought, ten thought... extra mini levels, and you're chasing the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the devil ran through every obstacle, but. Satan definitely is uh, a jerk, but um, you basically have to traverse a puzzle. It's 10 levels, 10 puzzles per level. Mm -hmm. Every time you beat a puzzle, you go to the next level until you reach to the boss level, and then you have to progress, progress in this fashion, and as you progress, it gets extremely harder. So was Dante's Inferno like just the ultimate uh It's like Dante's Inferno on acid, you know, if, if he was just like a 90s stoner. But if instead of Beatrice, he was just questing for a beer. Yeah, mm. pretty much. He didn't really care about Beatrice too much. He just really wants. I'm just thinking beer. of the devil you know. from Futurama. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. No, not like that, but very. But like, I know what you mean because that's yeah, the first yeah, thing yeah, in my head. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good man. scene. But you're saying he was musical. 
No, it's great because it's got <laughs> nothing but metal music playing around. I mean, and and it has this very doom doomish feel because he he has like the most random sayings while you're playing the game. Is this the portal to my beer? Like, you know what? I understand that. You know, this bud's for you. Th- yeah, exactly. Right, why, why, why do you keep hitting the table, brother? We get it. So no, because it's the beer, man. You know, I just I totally understand it, the, the beer in the game. Has I totally understand to just... the chase, the need for wanting to get your you know your beer back from Satan. So, but long story short, this game is actually really fun, man. It's um the puzzles seem uh, as you start off. You know, it took me a second to get oriented. So basically, you're timed, um, and it follows a leaderboard. Um, so everybody has done this in a specific amount of time, and I think the person with the best time. It adheres to that time. Mm-hmm. So when you face another level, you have exactly the amount of time they they that's been allotted to beat that specific puzzle. So you basically uh, sit start, and if it says you got five seconds, you got five seconds to get to the puzzle. Hey, hold on, regardless five, five of seconds. what's happening. Five seconds. Thing. Well, it depends on the puzzle. Okay. So um, the puzzle that I'm stuck on. You got five metal themed seconds. I'm stuck on the most metal level of, of of hell. I'm on the third level of hell, and I'm stuck on puzzle five of that. Uh, level and well, you got you got a lot of next time you on the sixth level stuck on the sixth puzzle seconds is allotted to beat the puzzle that i'm on which is ridiculous because the way i the way i play i'm just it, it's fast paced i mean and and along the way you get uh uh you get thrown a lot of different uh mix-ups you know like a portal a little orb that you have to pick up to fly but remember this is all taking away time so you have to be really fast you know you'll probably die and it tracks your deaths it tracks your stats for every level uh like on level two puzzle three i think it was i had like 42 deaths you're getting like really specific wow. huh? no because it got, it got really addictive bro it really got addictive and i just sat there and played it for an entire day and then next thing you know it was like nine ten o'clock at night and i was like oh crap this is like i spent way too much time on this all right and um i know i know those long ass stints where you just like come on man one more level i gotta get through this i yeah, gotta get yeah, through this it was just like that and then i just reached this i'm at this puzzle now it's ridiculous pat like i have i have a portal orb Throw it up. The entire wall is encased with spikes. So if you, you anything outside of what you're supposed to be doing, you automatically die and you have to start over. Mm-hmm. Triangle's the restart because it's on PS4. So uh, you have to make it out of this inc- cylindrical tube of all spikes mm-hmm. through the portal and time it to jump off, pick up the beer, and then you have and to you gotta pick up the beer. Then, you have, then the you have to like guide it. your way up again. And there's like a, a like two walls of spikes, but you can't. You know, the, the, you have to wow. adjust their sensitivity a little bit. Uh, for my question, if, you know, um, whoever you are, whoever you played, if you do like the game or not, just play with the sensitivity. It'll probably uh, um, better um, your experience of the game, I guess, if you want to call it that. But um, long story short, I give it two thumbs up. I wish I put this on my Vita, honestly, because I just like to travel with games like these. These are the games I'll sit on the bus and play all day. And just, you know, until I get to where I'm going, then I'm like, all right, pause, back. You know, like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom real quick. Pause, play. Um, hey, I need to go get a cup of coffee because I'm on lunch break. Pause, you know, sit down and play for about 45 minutes. Mm, cool. And eventually beat the game if they will ever allow me and, you know, get my six-pack back. Well, mommy never game at your house anymore, man. It's, just, it's like, yo, okay, so, yo, so if you, why does controller smell funny? Well, you know, it's been in the toilet, no, man. Don't worry about that. No, my gaming at my house is actually pretty good. I have my own specific controllers. I have controllers. You got your own specific controller for, that you keep in the bathroom for just such an occasion. No. <laughs> I, my, my elite controllers stay in a very polished little curio cabinet. All right. I'm a collector, bro. You should come see it. It's actually no, it's, pretty it's, it's all good, brother. I'll be there. I'll just you bring some come Purell by. along the way. Nah, no Purell, bro. Yeah, nah, yeah, you know what? I'll let you, I'll let you know when the Purell's needed. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. If you're into that type of stuff, I mean, yeah. I'm what? I don't know. Yeah. You so, are. You're you're heavily like. I don't, I don't, I don't know where. I don't know where that was. And, and I love how Black Adam, yo, like yeah. Black Adam, just shifted. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna get a little bit closer to D. He's looking at scratching like, earlier, talking about Purell. Purell. Yeah, well, it, it's, a, it's a family show. Scratching furries are family friendly. Started out with Van Damme's butt. Well aware. Okay, Van Damme's butt though. Yeah, can only go so. That's fair. Okay, so John Krasinski recently directed a film, wrote and directed a movie that just I think blew my mind. I thought I was like in the popular opinion. Then I came into the show today, talked to this person right here, Mix McCobb, and they said, they said, they said, ugh. No. They said you saw a quiet. Said it was. Formulaic, I think. Yes, it said so. it's formulaic. It doesn't make it a bad movie. And all just, I said is, John Krasinski ain't crap. Okay, you, you see, you see the hatred <laughs> I'm surrounded by. This movie, this was one of the most tense movies I've ever seen. Okay, first of all, we're talking about A Quiet Place, the new yeah. movie by John Krasinski. by John Krasinski. by John Krasinski. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> Jack Krasinski, uh, starring John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, and well, not Mary, many other people. It's a very small cast. And it's a movie that takes place with uh, little to no dialogue. It's called A Quiet Place because everyone has to be very quiet. Yeah, the don't buy the nachos. Over. 
<laughs> by the nacho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the earth has been taken over by these creatures, and they never explain how they got there. They don't spend a lot of time on the origins and, you know, what they've done. To, we just know people are effed Good. because there's very few of us left. Time Everyone has to be quiet. And it got right to the point. And the thing is, this was tense as hell because you start off thinking, okay, it's just a premise. It's going to be a gimmick. There's going to be some jump scares and stuff. And it didn't like harp on a, uh, a lot of jump scares. No, I like that, like actually. There wasn't too many jump scares. Yeah, that, that I really... More uh, creeping horror than... than uh, slow burns. So yeah. yeah, which I, I'm a fan like of. Like knowing yeah. characters are being stalked, knowing knowing things are coming rather yeah. than yep. uh, something's behind the tree. Yeah. There also, so, so much of that. because of the movie being the way it is obviously yeah. with you can't make any noise because there's something hunting them if they do right yeah, the soundtrack was kicking you right and so it's just it kind of makes it almost a silent movie and that almost that a silent movie there it were reminds, those, it reminds uh, me of a movie called i don't know if you've seen it. it's called the tribe and it's a, it takes yeah. place at a school for uh the uh, deaf and yes, they, yes, they, they can't did. so they communicate it's all you know hand yeah. signals like that so it's basically a silent movie in that way and I, that's the first thing I thought of when I thought of this movie is like it's it's using that formula but not in this yeah I mean this has some dialogue some, some, right. some stuff but right. overall yeah they're not not, not a, a lot of dialogue movie. not a lot there of there were similar elements too I thought they found unique ways to get around that no dialogue thing um, different parts of the world because you expect it's not just noise John Krasinski well. looking into the camera every it's 10 not, seconds it, it, was not, it was not by Wes Anderson no <laughs> um, they do clever things like they use sign language one of the characters is deaf and they actually use that to uh, the advantage of the story I won't say the advantage of the family because they were just hosed from like the very first minute of this movie which is kind of awesome and it's a movie that's not afraid to do gruesome stuff. Yeah, there's some brutal stuff. Yes, but it's, it doesn't it doesn't like use that as it's like a shocking is it trope. Brutal, 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 right. brutal. More like you're watching it and you're like, ooh, oh, okay. not so much brutal as like in gory. Gore. Okay. Yeah, more along the lines of no, they'd never do. That. Oh first, God, they did that. Because I heard people, you know, I was watching the trailer with with somebody and they're like, well, how good can it be? It's PG-13 for a horror movie. Usually, because Man. it's much more psychological than it right. is gore. No, it's not like it, somebody's you know, getting but, their head blown off. It's more like little things where you're like, oh, that's got to be painful also emotionally jarring like right, right i love right. the way stuff was set up in this movie like you'll see something that seems uh kind of just like matter of factly like oh that's inconvenient and then like 10 minutes later you'll see oh that's completely hosed them that little thing that i thought nothing of a few minutes ago is like the the thing that's going to destroy them and i'm waiting for it to happen what about I'm waiting for it to happen and it almost happened though i'm waiting for it to happen and waiting for it oh it almost happened again oh, waiting for it oh god but i'm waiting for it to happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen next it's gonna happen what the see fuck that's the kind of stuff that i have to say got got me a little annoyed oh i loved it there were two, oh there was two, you know how like they people have been talking like oh they left some crumbs for you to follow there were loaves of bread left around this movie <laughs> there were you could make a sandwich what about with with the things left in this movie and i found the ending which i will not spoil a little as i said formulaic it was a little like i saw that coming so much and in a way that i found not pleasant because i felt that there was this like deus ex machina that rolled up like here it is we're gonna save the day with this thing that we set up at the beginning ha 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 it's 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 like i totally agree with you like i've watched the last couple i stopped watching horror movies for that reason because it just got way too formal and i get i get that's part of the genre of the time and it's part of the genre but simultaneously it's not even about the genre like i just when I watch, when I do attempt to watch a horror movie nowadays, I really just want to see how it's executed. Like, all right, did you guys actually do a realistic job of making this as good effort as you can well, to put forth a good movie? In that, and that, and that's that's yeah. the thing. I, I don't feel this was a bad movie. This was a good, yeah. enjoyable film. I thought, it but was, it's not groundbreaking. It's right. not innovative. I didn't right. see it as anything too like out of. It can just blue. be a good movie, right? Yeah, I feel well, like it's a good movie. As enjoy as it. I, like, I enjoyed it, but as I don't feel like it. it's changed the genre. It's not something that blew my I mind. I disagree. Okay, I, I, I wouldn't say changed the genre. That's a really great. Well, I'm talking way about the it, things that I people have been say, saying about this film. I it would is, say this is. is a phenomenally groundbreaking movie because people. You're right. This has been done before. It's never been done to this degree in this well, in my opinion. Like, it's not half-assed. And this would be a really easy cash grab if it was just like, oh, we're trying to be quiet because the monster's around the corner. Oh, God, the monster's around the corner. They got us. You know, if it was dumb like that. Did they ever show the monster? Yes, they did. That's one thing I want to throw out there, too. Designed well, I thought. Good. I I thought designed well. I do have to throw out. And this is a movie I loved. I I really enjoyed this. But I'll never watch it again. Because when you see the monsters, there is a a trypophobia uh, trigger, I'll say. And it's one of those things where it's like you saw them. I'm like, oh, that's like, uh, oh, yeah, what? Ah, and I started to get uncomfortable. I oh, I can see that. Yeah, if you're trip, which a, I do not have. So which, yeah, and it's one of those things. For those who don't know, like, that's that's with lots of holes. Yeah, lots of holes. Uh, and different, okay. like, don't tell me anything. Or like, or like or like lots of eyes or holes. Like, no, I'm or, expecting holes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's full of holes. It? It, it's a no, not plot hole. 
Um, it's it's a thing that when you saw the monsters, yes, they're horrifying yeah, and they that. fit the story. But uh, at times, I just couldn't look at them. And I'm like, I really enjoyed this That's picture. But I, 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 I feel like that was delivered. Can I ask a question? What about using the bathroom? Like, if you know, that makes noise. Well, the, uh, that's the kind of stuff that, like, you do have to put suspension of disbelief to, like, enjoy this like, film. No one's, because like, there's too many things, or, like, these monsters would have found them a thousand years ago if this were the real world. Because there's yeah. too many things that humans that's just have things, to though, do. But you, you gotta, like, put that aside for the movie. I thought they worked that well in the story. They do things like there's the floorboards that creak, you know, a minor uh, uh, inconvenience um, bit of noise that you wouldn't really think of. They have, like, spots marked out. It seems like a world where people have ex existed with these things for a while, yeah. and they found ways around those little noises that are randomly made every day. And so the monsters, executed well. yeah, and the monsters aren't stupid. They're not like, oh, I heard, I heard a leaf rustle over there. Uh, it must be people. No, it's like they know wind exists and leaves will rustle. They know water will fall, so they're not like you know constantly clawing at you know streams and stuff. But I thought the way they found the way they found ways around that was really clever, and that's the main thing that got me. It was clever and it was tense. And I expected jump scares, and they got me with psychological mess. And if it wasn't for the monsters making my skin crawl every time they were on screen, this would be like just one of my favorite pictures of, of, the, of the last couple of years, even. For wow. some of those reasons, is why I found it less entertaining. Mm -hmm. I think because a lot of the things that you felt were like innovative to me, I guess were I don't want to say bland, but just some of it just seemed like. A lot of the fixes for things were just so ridiculous. And oh, you like, gotta, you gotta I try have so hard sometimes. to like have that suspension of disbelief for this film. I'm the same but way. there's just so many things like we were saying, like, oh, you know, they're not gonna go attack all the water running or something, but like why would the humans not just mimic those noises? Like why like like there's so many things that I, I, feel I like, just I feel like you're looking for a more perfect film. I know. Than could I have well, been that's produced. I guess the, the reason and, it, and, that you know, I, I am I, looking for a more perfect totally film is because you. everyone is saying like, "Oh yeah. my god, it was amazing! It was incredible!" So I went into it with that's these why I try not to. I try not to read reviews or I try not to read, watch. Well, I, would, I had no interest in it. This like, is not my genre. Like I stumble upon um, the genre, like you know, like I used to love it. Stepped away. I just stumbled upon stuff. If it looks interesting enough for me to watch, I'll watch it. Well, that's what. And if it's executed it, well, I'll praise reviews. it. That's it. You know, you, like, man. Okay. Well, I would highly recommend it, it, you watch like, this, especially bring your lady because, uh, as I mentioned before the show, someone who has had children. She's like, no. Bring, <laughs> here's like, a lady. <laughs> all right. No. Uh, don't, 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 don't listen to what they say. Okay. This, this one here uh, has just the bias. That, that, that just the football. You're field trying to sell through. a quiet place by nature of like. Man, <laughs> and there's oh, having okay. kids involved. Do, in do, do it, and you'll see what's. Uh, no, no, I'm definitely gonna give it a swirl. I wanted to watch it's it. It's necessary. It, it is absolutely necessary. By the way, the movie we're talking about is A Quiet Place, starring John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I'm gonna give it a hearty meh. What you can't give it a hearty yeah. meh? Why not? Thumbs I don't want to give it a thumbs down. down. I'm gonna give him a meh because he made the hollers, and I hate that movie so much. And if he does anything better than that, <laughs> this it's, man it's did not. Like I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. It's like you, it's a good movie. movie. Go see the movie. It's a good movie. I personally oh, didn't love it. Okay. I'm giving it a thumbs up because okay, right. I personally sure didn't find it amazing. But that doesn't make it a bad film. Doesn't make it a bad film. Yeah, exactly. Thumbs down is if you recommend people don't. Yeah, I'm saying go see it. I think we're we're kind generation of groundbreaking. Everything's amazing. Amazing and everything is yeah, like the I'm best thing ever. I'm just not gonna ever. sit here and extol its virtues. I found it to be an okay I'm horror. Gonna, film. Like, we're, we're in a society where like literally we have to be like engulfed into the movie in itself for it to be like super groundbreaking. Well, like, and, like, like, I was I, that's my thing thing with Black Panther. I'm, I'm glad that executed like, well though. Like I'm glad you liked it. I'm in the theater like <sighs> mixes and they're like <clears throat> really. <clears throat> I mean, I am a <clears throat> shark. <clears throat> I mean, I also loved the monsters design, but then again, I used to have a poster of Lotus Boob up in my dorm room, so like. True. <laughs> okay, so there's definitely a, 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 a clashing of personal taste here and style. All right, but I will I will throw out I was serious about that tripophobia warning too because that's something that yeah, uh, it kind of hit yeah. me and it was I get out Candy Valley sometimes with like you know like robotic stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I got it once in a mall with a with a you know the body the right mall there, Santa. But. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, the mannequin, you know, the clothes mannequin stuff. Like, I get too oh, close yeah, to them, yeah. I get like weirded out when they start looking like real people. Yeah, man. Are you sure it was a mannequin? You sure it wasn't one of those companies that hires real people to be the mannequins? Well, that might have been, but no. Either way, I didn't stick around. I actually no, that was just some guy Sorry. trying to grab you. <laughs> Could have been this old lady. <laughs> averted years of trauma in psychology. <laughs> just burying it deep and blaming it on something else, just like uh, all my childhood. Yeah.
Pretty much. When I was it's like everybody's childhood. <laughs> when I was 32, someone dressed like Pippi Longstocking in a. No. Okay, Yo. so. Pippi Longstocking, right. So you got to see. Y'all remember the word? Dude, I used to watch the hell out of that show. This is a kid. Y'all get That's to what happens when you're Rampage. poor. You watch whatever oh. just comes on, and it's like you appreciate the hell out of it. All right, hold, excuse me, y'all. I believe Adam had a question. So everyone here besides me got to see Rampage? Yes, we got yeah, to see Yeah, I saw Rampage. You're excited about this and one, too. And your life which is, is the all the poorer for it. <laughs> it's my life. Oh. It's drab and gray. I thought I it was I just great. my friend. All right. Based off of the 1986 arcade game <laughs> Rampage. Lo- loosely. Uh, yeah. This movie yeah, based, super loosely. Based enough loosely. off of the 1986 <laughs> arcade game Rampage. Because about- the, the story of that... That game was so detailed. The story of that is very simple. I love it because, again, much like a quiet place, it wastes no time with filler and pre and 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 pre and uh, pre pre uh, pre stuff. Pre stuff, exactly. It gets right to the meat of it. It's a story about three individuals who get mutated by something. Individual animals. By three individuals, yes, and then (laughs) they go on a quote-unquote rampage. Throughout the city, <laughs> and then if you played Rampage World Tour, they go on a rampage. Which I haven't. It took me an entire day. I love when Rampage I the game. So good. Well, uh, if you're like me and played Rampage Universal Tour, somehow they end up on the moon. Yeah. Rampage. I had all I these games play on my Universal. computer. Yes. That's okay. Well, are you like me, one of the few people on the planet who's actually beaten a Rampage game? I I, uh, I have I to be honest with one. you. I have no memory of if I beat oh, them or not. I beat the first one. I, 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 I know beat, I beat the first right. one. I Just know I definitely one. beat the first one, okay. but I have a, no memory of if I beat any others. I didn't even know you released Rampage. Universal Tour. Like, yes, I, I beat I Rampage out. Universal Tour because there is no way anyone could ever afford to beat these in the arcades because there is no game, and I mean no it game designed more to just like siphon quarters out of your pocket. Because you die and so it's quickly. so long. So very long. I emphasize I beat Universal Tour because I played this for upwards of three hours. Yeah, no, I played these all on my computer. Yeah, I, I, I had, had to. computer games. I didn't mm-hmm. play them in the arcade. I got an emulator. I played to the very end of yep. Universal Tour. I took these cats to the moon. We, we broke down every space station. And I will tell you, there has never been a more fleeting ending. A more fleeting completion to a long, arduous task oh, than beating any Rampage yeah. game. Dang. Because I, I don't know how it was with the first Rampage. Yeah. When you beat Universal Tour, you know what you get? You know what your big prize is? The credits. Oh, yeah. You just get credits. In it's the first one, you just get credits. Yeah. And it That's was it. good job, you monkey. Yeah, you don't get anything in the first <laughs> oh, one. Oh, why? You just get, you just get like, end. the end. You just got the pleasure of destroying yeah. buildings and yeah. destroying society. Which brings us to the movie, which yes. is... Uh, here's my official review. The pleasure of just watching buildings get destroyed. And uh, yeah. I have to say, real nice touch. Oh. Uh, real tired of getting uh, New York and Los Angeles always getting the monster damage. Yeah, real no. nice to see Chicago brought into the, the nice run. Mean streets of Chicago. <laughs> That's no, true. but it was kind of cool. It's it down cool to bears. No, Why was there no bear? There should have been a giant uh, bear. Get, there was a bear. Get a giant bear. Get a yeah. DLC pack. There's. I, I like right, the wolf was spiky. Bear. The wolf was spiky. It was a nice and spiky wolf. He was mm-hmm. here for it. The designs were pretty good. Yes, they were. Uh, this movie to me was just the right amount of goofy. Yeah. Where a lot I of like it was it. like, why is that happening? Plot, shrug. Like, don't go into this movie being like, oh, I want, I want an elegant film. Yeah. You want to watch <laughs> a giant white gorilla <laughs> smash stuff when and heard, The Rock when look I heard hot, go to this movie. When I heard it announced, I didn't watch anything because 90% of the time they give away the whole movie with the trailer. So I, I try to stay away from trailers. Yeah, I so I just no saw trailers. like really brief no marketings trailers. and I would like flip the channel. So when I came in and I watched it, I was surprised to see how so many people like Joe Mangano uh, Mangano. So many people didn't know he was in that. So yeah. many people. Um, I knew The Rock. You know. You know. Yeah. Uh, the other guys playing Jeffrey, Negan. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan. Mm-hmm. So everybody. Yeah, you can just say Negan. He was, super favorite. He was character. good He's in that too. Neat, he was good, good in Rampage. Movie was what it was. It's, I feel like everybody <laughs> in it just, just like seemed to be having pleasure. a good time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like everyone just had like a good time making this movie. Oh, yeah, I would have too. I think so. This was um, The Rock from Walking. This was Dwayne Johnson from Walking Tall. Negan. And uh, Joe Manganiello from um, his, his Magic Mike role. Leave, leave, all leave, teaming together. Oh, leave Blaine alone, man. Uh, yo, Walking Tall was dope. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. No, I love Walking right. Tall. Yeah, I, I just, you know. it, was, it had just enough plot to hold it together, but you know that you were there to watch The Rock flex in a tight shirt and Pretty then much. giant animals smash things. Well, you were there. I, I was there to see the giant gorilla flex his abs and then, you know, like good old, swinging good old all George. day. Good old George. Okay. I really want a super cut of every time The Rock screams George from this movie <laughs> because oh it happens a lot. It's like the Tom Cruise running. I felt like he was. That's like twenty minutes long, by the way. It's twenty minutes. That's a ridiculous video. I feel like every time they say hot tub time machine, cut together. <laughs> though, though I really, okay, so uh, though I the, really enjoyed the uh, the the, the uh, antagonist of the movie, the uh, the brother. 
The brother? The, the guys who ran the company. I forgot the name. Oh, him, yes, like, yes. Fleeting, they, but the brother was hilarious. I yes. love that guy. All right, okay. So <laughs> was he a brother he or? He was the he brother. brother. You know, he was, he was very Caucasian. Um, like like pale. The man was trans. From the Caucasus Mountains of Caucasus. Uh, there, there, there was two of the pastiest white people you've ever seen Pretty much. In, in charge of this. Though the oh, girl I remember from some movie or show, I just can't Harold, Harold and Kumar. Well, she's on, an, she's on an actual show right now. But the movie you're thinking of is Harold and Kumar. Oh, yes. Uh, go to White Castle, yes. and she was Freak Show's wife who tries oh, to institute the threesome job, with two right. random strangers they picked up. This is man, that's a with. movie I haven't thought about in a long time. <laughs> you need to go back. And <laughs> no, that's a lie. The last time I thought about it was shout out, shout out to my Catacon roommates who messaged me, "Do y'all want White Castle?" Then roll up with like fifty White Castle burgers to a convention. So that all weekend Jeez. I'm ironing White Castle burgers to reheat them, Ooh, <laughs> to nice. eat them, nice. and that's the last time I thought about Harold and Kuba. That's prison right. style. <laughs> <laughs> side, side note: There are various videos you can find online of ways to get by cooking your own food, and then and, and basically like Frank, like uh, not Frankensteining, uh, life hacking your way yeah, to yeah. a uh, weekend in a hotel room. Yeah, welcome to anime cons. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but we've of, talked uh, excess- He got game when he gets out of prison and he's making the uh, cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah, no, he, he was- with, Like an iron, something like that. Yeah, he was following Prodigy's uh, prison cookbook, man. Right, yeah, right. Which you can purchase for, I think, tw- uh, $29.99 <laughs> yes. from Amazon. $2.99. But yeah, Rampa- right, Rampage, but yes, Rampage. Uh, break down the synopsis for us, please. The synopsis of Rampage. Mm-hmm. Okay, the briefest synopsis. The uh, real synopsis. So there's- so there's this dude uh, played by The Rock. Uh, what was his last name? Okoye? His last name. His, his name was uh, barely, his name is David Sequoia. They barely they, they say his Koye. name. Like, like, Koye, like no one even sir. cares who he is. The very Samoan Rock playing a Native American. Yeah. Okay. Great times. So he <laughs> loves Plausible. his buddy. Uh, his buddy's a white gorilla that he rescued. He's and white brown. So he really loves his gorilla pal. And. Uh, the, these canisters fall from the sky mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that certain creatures encounter. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, as you can see from any trailer, it's a uh, uh, you know. As a result, there's results. They get big and angry, yeah. and then they go on a rampage. So the rocks and that's the plot. Indian and the gorilla's white. And <laughs> what the hell is going on? Uh, well, no, he's 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 not wrong. That down. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> he's not I wrong mean, because the lizard was from the Everglades, oh, so yeah, the that, that's like right on the border yeah. of, uh, it's like of a Cuba. Blue wolf. I don't know what that. Well, the, well, wolf, well, the, the wolf was like so you the wackiest that down one in so many because, the wolf, because the wolf got like double plus mutated, and they never really like get into it. So I thought the other thing got double plus mutated. Because well, when it came the into the scene, I was like, no, whoa, that true. was pretty disgusting. Uh, well, the thing like, is that they were trying to make it almost similar to the game where everything's all wacky. And yeah, stuff. True, but true. so basically, like, but that's like the plot. Like, I'm not joking. Like, the plot is like Actually, evil corporation is doing genetic editing. Mm. Canisters fall from sky. Yeah. To put it in perspective, yeah, this is like drug. Put it yeah. in perspective. This is, um, uh, dang it. Um, Dick Jones. What was the company from RoboCop? Oh, um, oh, Oscorp. Uh, Oscorp. No, 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 OCP. 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 Thank you. Okay, OCP. It's OCP. Thank you. I got you. This is OCP. 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 This Oh, Do you know no, what I mean? Yeah. It had that kind of like extreme, 90s. Yes. No, but it had that kind of like the 80s, rock, 90s anti-pollution, anti-genetic modification feels. Like it just had that vibe of like, you know. This was the Captain Planet uh, uh, early 2000s reboot, hardcore reboot of Ca- of, uh, of Hoggish Greedley's plan. To, uh, to overthrow the world with uh, giant mutated creatures. No, but, like, but Actually, seriously. Actually, no, technically that would, be, that would be more verminous scum. That would be uh, more verminous scum. Okay, but it, it's still like, <laughs> yo, Captain Planet had the best <laughs> villains. They, I, I, I they are so though, aesthetic. And, and if, if, you, if you pay attention to the show, villains. those were legal names. Yes. So someone actually named their child Verminous Scum. <laughs> someone named their, someone foreshadowed naming their daughter Blight. Well, when you look like that, like yo, that Blight, golden though. pig monster. She didn't man, look like, like that at Blight birth. Was Blight that was a, great. yeah, Hoggish Greedy. Oh yeah, under the hair. Hoggish Greedy, that voice parents did not love him. character. But yeah, Ram- and, so, and loot and plunder. That but was the just. Thing a, is, but the thing is, this like we're we're making jokes about this, but Rampage on par with that. So you need to go into it yeah. with that level of silliness. Like, yeah, have fun. Get ready to have fun. Don't expect it's, it's, it's not, not a good there's, movie. Listen, there's a fair amount. But it's of, a good movie. There's a fair amount of legal swearing in it. I was yeah. in a theater yeah. full of kids because I brought my kids to watch it. They the definitely time. clocked as much and as they could. It, I mean, it. I mean, they. It, with legal terms with like five year olds in the you know in the yeah. theater it was fine it was great kids were laughing yeah. I had great time it's not super science 
It's nah. not rocket science, so don't worry about it. Just go enjoy <laughs> it. But I'm going to say this, though. Shout out to Dwayne Johnson. My kid gets to grow up. I grew up in the 80s, so action stars for me were... Sylvester Stallone, yeah, Arnold. Uh, Shout out to Dwayne. My kid gets to watch the first black president, Dwayne Johnson being like the top of the notch action star for me because I just I'm enjoying the movie. There's a trailer for another movie that is coming out during uh, Rampage where he basically it's called Skyscraper and he's playing a guy with a with a, with a pair of uh, a prosthetic leg. These are he's, he's so thinly plotted, Yo, like because he's trying to stay in that fine line of like family movies. Yeah. So uh, and like, like remember the previous one when he was like in the helicopter for like ninety yeah, percent of the freaking flick, was, and I'm it was like, San Andreas yet had nothing to do with Grand Theft Auto. But it's he, just he like, plays the his my issues with the Rock is like you have with issues the with the Rock. He's so focused on pleasing everybody. Dwayne the Rock Johnson no is such a good guy. Okay, so that's he's a really good guy. I, don't, I, don't I think, think a lot of that is as phony as can be. No, 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 no. I don't I think, think he's, he's, he's a human like, too. I think he's yeah. human. I think he's shown times where he like he's a bad guy. And that's not what I'm saying. Well, okay, your beef is you think he's he's focused on pleasing. I don't think so. I think he's just pleasing. So what do you Period. want? Like so, so <laughs> before we close, I just want to know one thing. Out of like, if you can, like, like, what are you looking for? Like, you want to do like a really serious movie where no, you can I, actually I, so skill. I, I don't like. I don't do know. What I, Adam wants Scorpion King three. <laughs> okay, but like Scorpion King's so good. <laughs> oh, we're gonna disregard I'm that. I'm just gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna strike that from so the record. Good. I don't know how old you are when you saw Scorpion King, but it wasn't. Uh, all right. Well. Came out? <laughs> uh, all right. I, I do have a negative I about. Like, I, um, I do have a negative about Rampage because one thing I did notice about the movie is while we're having a good time, we're watching all this wackiness uh, go off on screen. That seemed. Um, it seemed to be disjointed in the type of movie yeah. it was at times. Yeah. Like some things were really comical, and then the next scene will actually be like. A little more like really? horrible. Really, not cohesive. Yeah. And you know what? Believe it or not, not a cohesive yeah. piece. Um, like some parts were, were were straight out of like a horror movie. I didn't expect it to get like raw. Well, there's and, also- and then the next, the immediate next scene, there's like slapstick. And also, like you know? I feel like it got weird. On like, are we supposed to root for George? Do we root for George? Is that George our friend? Call. Is George a bad guy now? The Is George a good guy? My best friend. Oh. What have you done to my best friend, George? It's like, but it's like, do you know what I mean? Bro. Though, like it was kind of like, bro, you want to go deeper than that? It's like he was advocating for George the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Black Lives Matters, but George is albino with blue eyes. <laughs> Dog, yeah, I, that, I wanted to tear that apart, but yeah, I just but I let it go and I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, let me enjoy. All right, we we, we we we've he shied away from the <laughs> on the subject on the subject of George. We're, we're we're running dangerously low on time, so just real quick on the subject of George, we've shied away from the monster fight itself. They were great, and that's yeah. Yeah, they were that's, real good. Okay. Lots of stuff got smashed. I was happy. Also, the way all the monsters are taken down at the end. Mwah. It was great. it was clever. Another an, an, another bit where it may have gotten a little too raw, but I was just like, you know what? Oh, that was unnecessary, but I'm still very into it. You know, um, and I, I thought, really enjoyed the wolf. The wolf did like the wolf so much. Was the, wolf, my favorite. the wolf was a character. Ridiculous. Was, oh, I, I, I was ecstatic. When, oh yes. Sorry. So is the city empty or is people just dying in the buildings? Uh, pe- pe- uh, uh, oh, the black know, guy. No, the black guy wanted to save the people, but the guy didn't want to agree with that. So this thing, you know. Uh, all right. This is a PG-13 movie, and I feel like that answers it for you. Yep. you uh, just, on a, just on a quick, a oh, quick final note, because I do have to call out that the, game, the movie did make various, at various points, make references to the game. And I think yeah. that was just so they, know, they acknowledge as wacky as we get, we don't want to lose this highest rated concept. video game movie. At fifty three percent, highest rated beat out, as of right this now. This beat out Mortal Kombat, bro. This beat yeah. out Tomb Raider. Mortal Kombat. Tomb Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah, that Tomb Raider made the list. I like that. I like that last Tomb Raider, baby. It was, it was. It was. It was. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. Okay, see. Is it that good? Or Street Fighter? How do you rival Julia? Stop. And Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, no, but can we not touch that movie? Actually, that's like my guilty pleasure. Okay, well, I'm giving Rampage a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Absolutely, it's just silly good fun. Take your kids, great. All right, so an Adam Tom who did not see this movie, did we sell you? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check it out right <laughs> no. after the John Krasinski movie that I'm begrudgingly. You gotta see. Oh, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> all right, okay. We'll see. Yeah, we got I, well, right, I saw a movie we're gonna about. review next week, so that's all right. So that was Rampage, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson and several other people, but mostly Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, and, and the comedian it was, from Watchmen. It gets a thumbs up all around. Um, also, was, I love I love how they ended with like it was the almost two hours of listening to. To, to Dwayne say George. Yeah, pretty much what I'm saying. I want a supercut of him just saying George. George. Right. George. 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 Yo, I, see, <laughs> Tom, see, 
See if you can find a clip of the George of the Jungle theme song, just so we can go out on a high note. Ugh. All right, but this has been the be Geek awesome. Down here on WEMF Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled show. I want to remind you all, also, if you heard anything tonight you want to chime in on, you can hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, if you're watching on Twitch, we're also always following the stream there. You can just send us messages, see what's going on, battle back and forth. And also, we're waiting on uh, just Johnny to come back with uh, Tales of Overseas, so we'll see what's going down next week. Until then, you can find us on SoundCloud. Yes, this guy right here has stuff prepared. That's how wild the game we are. All right, you can find us on YouTube, on SoundCloud. Find us on iTunes, on Facebook, on Twitter. You can follow us and see all our shenanigans Mm -hmm. offline as well. Instagram, you can see the smiling faces and get updates on cosplay pics and the like. And you can always hear us right here on WMFRadio.com. You can check out all the goodness on geek-down.com. For our antics between the weeks, and we'll catch you all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel right here. But until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. They say he is a monster, dear old Mr. Green. W-E-M-F. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you're looking for a band room in the city of Boston, please consider the Sound Museum! Play as loud as you want and blow your goddamn head right off! Soundmuseum.net! Anywhere! 24 hours, baby.